Hey girl, you're listening to the For The Girl podcast, the podcast designed for you. Join Mac and Ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love Jesus. Get ready for encouragement, truth, and let's be real, a little bit of a hot mess. Is it just me or are Mac and Ken's your new best friends? Let's get into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to a new fresh moment on the For the Girl podcast. We just wrapped up our In My Feels series and we are back on the mics today. Excited just to to have a little chat, you know, just kind of catch up on life. What's happening in life? How's December looking for us? What are we feeling about the new year and all the things? We asked you guys some questions on Instagram. You guys submitted some fun little ones, and I'm excited. I love episodes like this, Ken's. What about you? Oh, yes. We're back on the mic. I'm truly so excited to be back on the mic and blab about everything under the sun. This is kind of fun too, you know? We're taking the serious away and we're just kind of, well, there's actually some serious questions in here. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it's just like silly and fun. So yeah, I like it because what you guys probably know, I don't know if you know this or don't know this, but we pre-recorded all of the In My Feels series. So we did them all within like a week's time. So we haven't been on the mics in a while. So we might be a little rusty, but probably more than anything, you're just going to hear us blab on and on and on about things because we have passion ready to share on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Max mad at me, guys. Max mad because I was late. You already know. Everybody already knows. <laughs> Wait, actually, though, I wasn't late. I mean, like three minutes. No, late. I'm not mad at you. I keep telling you I'm not mad at you. I, <laughs> I keep telling you that you don't believe me. I just was ready to get going with it so that I could get on with my day here. <laughs> She's maybe not mad at me, but she. I'm. I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh, my goodness. Stop. Stop. We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay. Wow, that's right. the fun part though about the lives as they catch us in all the moods. Like sometimes yeah, we might seriously. be hyper, but sometimes we might be mad. You know, everybody's got their moods. <laughs> yeah. I think a great question to kick us off because this was the funniest question on the list that we laughed about was question everyone is Ken's, why are you selling your camper? <laughs> why? <laughs> why are we even starting there? What a I random. feel like Well, it's so funny. We were laughing because she was like, how do people know I'm selling my camper? (laughs) Do they follow you on Facebook Marketplace or something? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, for the longest time, I like didn't realize when you sell something on Facebook Marketplace that like you should probably click the like hide this from your friends or your feed or whatever. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Because if you don't, or if you don't click that, it just like blasts into all your friends. And like, honestly, I've, I've sold like the weirdest stuff on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> and like people will know. And I'm just like, oh gosh, I'm a big Are Facebook we friends person. on Facebook? Are we friends on Facebook? I mean, we must be. Wait. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we, I feel like I've never seen you a post from you on Facebook. But well, also, because I don't post other than Facebook Marketplace. Are you are you updating your profile status or what? Should I? <laughs> Should we right now <laughs> both yes. update our profiles? Wait, wait, I'm looking at your profile. Oh wait, we are friends. We are friends. Okay. That's good. I mean, I your picture is more updated than my picture. Your picture is from a year ago. <laughs> yeah, actually, I randomly did that. <laughs> Wait, this is so funny. You updated your picture last year. Yeah, yeah. I guess I thought I looked good in this one. And what's really funny is I like think I updated it, and then I like I, you're actually cropped out of it. It's like my face and cropped <laughs> out of it. Do you see your like hat? Yeah, hat? my shoulder. Like my shoulder. Oh, yeah, I see it. That's so funny. But what was really funny is I like kept changing it because I was like, oh, I don't like that one. Or like I'll crop it and do this one and that one. And I didn't realize that like I'm it pretty sure it six yeah, times on your it feed. Post them all. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Wow. No, okay. Well, profile is lit. I mean, I've got like my <laughs> mother in law's life updates on here and lots of happy birthdays from random people in my life. But wait, I'm still trying to get to your profile. Hold on. I want to see your pic. My <laughs> name is updated on it. Wow. Bridges. Wait, okay. When did you do that? Because you weirdly I did do that. 
I know. So um, the other day, I finally am getting around to changing my name. I literally just got my social security card in the mail, officially a Bridges. Nice. Good job. And I got one of those kits. It's called like newly named where they send you everything. And on yeah. the list, it said like, update your Facebook profile. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go change my name on my Facebook profile. So I don't You're know. really following that. Thing. I was just on a tangent and doing all the things that said. So, wow. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for knocking out your to-do list. I feel like that's really hard for you. It is hard for me. That's why I'm six months late to changing my name. And the only it, like, reason I'm officially changing my name is we're going to Vermont in January with Tyler's family. And I bought my ticket like six months ago with my new name thinking for sure I'll change it by then. Um, and then not, and then like a, three weeks ago, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to change my name so I can go to Vermont. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's good accountability. I definitely fly with both my IDs. Because I'm like, I don't know which one. Right, let's talk about your profile picture on Facebook. Like, what is this smize model vibe you got going here? You look this. This my photo that I've had on everything for forever. This is a trip I took to Charleston with my sister and my roommate at the time. And you know, my sister is like a blogger, or she used to be. She doesn't really anymore. And then my old roommate is like also very creative photos. So we had like a whole photo shoot. And they were like, Mac, look off into the distance, you know. And I guess I liked the photo because <laughs> it's been my photo profile photo for like six years. Your hair is so blonde. Oh, my God. That was when I went um, – I did – I dyed my whole head. Like I had no – Yeah. yeah I was kind a, of like icy blonde. Yeah. Speaking so of, funny. I'm about to get my hair done and I'm chopping it. I mean, new Ken's coming around. Really? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's get back to our question though. Why are you selling your camper? First of all, <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew Ken's has a camper. They like they bought you bought this one camper and then they decided they were such camper people, her and Josh, that they upgraded to like a full on camper. And yes. then she was like busy decorating her camper, going wild, going crazy, making it all cute and trendy. And here we are like six months later and suddenly Josh posts on Instagram that y'all are selling your camper. And yeah. I guess Somebody follows Josh on Instagram and was like, <laughs> was like, what? Even I was stunned. I was like, wow, we are dropping that hobby. Like it is just over. We're done with yeah. it. Yeah, it's true. Also props to anybody following Josh on Instagram. Like I'm surprised you haven't muted him yet because he's a little extra on the gram. So <laughs> feel free to mute or honestly just unfollow. He's not sensitive like that. So, but um, okay, we're selling it because we're – Honestly, we're just like, <laughs> I wouldn't say we were ever camper people. That's the funny thing is like our marriage like started in, with our wedding in Jackson Hole and that made us look like super outdoorsy, like rock climbers or something like that. And then we got a camper to like trick people even more to think we were, you know, real outdoorsy and <laughs> it's just all not true. We kind of love Yeah. That. You guys are super bougie, honestly. <laughs> bougie is extreme i mean we are very low-key okay this is hilarious so ken ken shared with me her like a, a budget spreadsheet template for tyler and i oh, use to start like, our budgeting meetings and i was dying laughing because one of the sections in the budget says bougie living <laughs> you guys are bougie <laughs> it's not even bougie though under there it's like whatever it's like eating out but yeah josh named it that i guess uh, yeah, we, I wouldn't say we're not bougie, but we're still balling on a budget. So there's that, but we're selling our camper. Cause we just want, would rather go on trips that don't entail like, you know, draining the poop out of your, your own yeah. poop out of a car. So, you know, it's not that relaxing, although it takes you to amazing places. Like I kind of totally became more outdoorsy through the camping experience, but we're just now over it. If we lived in like California, we could go to cooler places easier. That'd be amazing. But this side of the country, we have some cool places like the Smokies and I don't know yeah. what else, but it's kind of like far and few. So tell the people what you're doing in January. <laughs> okay. So in January, <laughs> Mac, why are you are you interviewing? Well, I feel like it's interesting. Like you guys are you guys are selling your camper, but you're still traveling. Sometimes in January. Mac gets in modes where she interviews me. Yeah. Well, you have an interesting life. People want to know about it. Okay. Ew, ew, Mac. Okay. Mac, you're next. I'm gonna interview you. You're next. <laughs> 
No, my okay. life is not as interesting as yours. Okay. What? Like, literally, that's not true at all. I'm pretty what sure. What are you doing okay. in January? <laughs> you are out of town way more than me, just to set everybody yeah, straight. I'm like going to like uncle and aunt's houses. You're going Honestly, to cool same. places. Okay. 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 What was the question? Oh, yeah. We're going to. Park City. We're going. Oh, wow. This makes the sound outdoorsy once again. So we're going to Park City to ski for literally an entire month. We got a super uh, affordable Airbnb. And I felt like I needed to put that in because now I am (laughs) I am defined by bougie living, which is inappropriate. (laughs) So we got a affordable Airbnb (laughs) off the beaten path. And for a month, for a whole month. And I'm going to ski as much as I possibly can. And that's the situation. Like all my Christmas list is like ski attire, which I'll use this one month and then like never again, which is like kind of silly, but it's fine. I was thinking the other day because we're going to Vermont in January. I think I said that, yes, because I need the flight. And I have no ski clothes and I need to get like, I need an Amazon ski bib or something like that. I'm going to search it on Amazon. Because uh, I'm going to use mine for like two days and then never again. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to invest. You can also like get away with just like a big jacket and like waterproof pants. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, what are you doing in Vermont? We're going with Tyler's family uh, to – I have no clue. Like they're planning it. So it's just like a fun – but we've, I've, we've never gone on vacation or I've never gone on vacation with the Bridges. So it's going to be Ooh. really fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be amazing. Yep. Yep. Wow. Okay. Let me look at these questions. We've got one question done. (laughs) Okay. We told you guys. We were ready. (laughs) I said, let me look at this question. These questions. Okay. Um, Yeah. Mac passively, aggressively put these questions together. And now I have no idea what's happening. Do it passive aggressively. I literally just yesterday prepared for the podcast. Yeah, she was prepared. I think that's what caught me off guard was that you were prepared. Uh, What the heck? You're just just throwing shots passive aggressively now. All right, wait. Back to the interview about Mac. Okay, so Mac. So you know we're what six months in highs and lows of marriage. Ready, set, go. Oh, I was like, six months into what? <laughs> um, highs and lows in marriage. Okay. Don't sugarcoat this. Sugarcoat? <laughs> I, what in the world? Okay. You are being, you are throwing all sorts of shots at me today. I don't know what that meant. I was just saying like, you know, really share the juicy stuff. Totally. Totally. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So the high, high of marriage has been... Uh, I feel like I think just how fun it is to always be together. I feel like I've said this a million times, but just to be together. Um, one thing that's been really cool is Tyler and I have started. We're leading Young Life together. So Tyler led Young Life. Tyler became a Christian through Young Life, and then led Young Life in college. And so we just decided we wanted to like serve together in our marriage and and do something in ministry together. And so we just started leading at a high school about five minutes from us. And that has been really cool and fun to do together. It's really cool to have the same mission and mindset that's like outside of our normal nine to five jobs. That's just been a really fun thing. Like this past weekend, we went on fall weekend, like we were away oh with my gosh, I forgot our kids. to yeah. ask you about that. Yeah. And uh, it was really fun. Like it was honestly cool to see Tyler like in his element. Like I work in ministry full time, but Young Life is such a different context. High schoolers is such a different context. And to see him in his element and doing his thing, and he's so good at it, I learned so much from him. And so that was, I think that's been really cool and a really fun thing. And I would say, if you're recently married, I would encourage you, like, find something where you guys can serve together or where you can do ministry together, because I think that bonds you in a really cool way. So that's really cool. Um, and then I think a low part or not a low part, but maybe just one of the harder parts that's been the most surprising to me is that in marriage, I think like insecurity doesn't automatically go away. I think that's one thing that both Tyler and I've kind of had to wrestle with is like, just because you're married doesn't mean like suddenly there's not still insecurities like in your relationship or things where like just, I feel like just recently I had to say to Tyler, like, Hey, I kind of, I kind of like need you to, to tell me like 
that you, that I like mean a lot to you. <laughs> like I feel so fun and I felt so insecure saying that even like that I need to ask for that. But I, I do think that there's something really mm-hmm. cool to that is, I don't know. I think that just surprised me. I just think in my head, I was like, oh, once you're married, you're just so confident and, and you never question and anything like that. Like you never question the other person's love for you. But I think that it's this kind of never ending journey. Like we're so new in marriage. We're still figuring out how to be married. Like we had maybe figured out how to date and how to be engaged, but we have not figured out how to be married and how to love each other in marriage because it looks different than dating and engagement. So I think that's one thing. Like this is so tangible, but like uh, like Tyler, when we were dating or engaged, every night before I went to bed, he would send me a text and just say like, I love you so much, like blah, 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 blah. And like that was like my one time a day where I was like, oh, he loves me. Yay. That makes me feel so good, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in marriage, you're just going through your normal everyday life, doing the dishes, you know, going to bed, you're tired, whatever it is. And I think us just finding those rhythms where we can love each other in the ways that like the other person needs. And marriage is so servant heartedness. It's like literally serving another person with your words, with your time, with your energy. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I love Yeah. That's so awesome. I love being married people together, married friends together. Married friends. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. We got a really good question. Maybe speak into this a little bit more. Um, about let's just let's talk to the single ladies real quick we've been talking about our husbands blah 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 Matt yep what would you say we had a had a question that says how do you wait for your husband so what does waiting look like in your single seasons she said that she went through a breakup at 29 and it's just struggling in the waiting now probably feeling a little bit anxious so we both been there but yeah what would you say Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, So we have this study called How to Prepare for Your Future Love Story. It's currently sold out and we're currently kind of behind the scenes going to rework it and re-release it. But I was thinking about the content the other day because, you know, there's not much in scripture that speaks directly to how to date. Like, how do you date? Um, But there's so much in scripture that speaks to waiting, how to wait. And there's this one uh, chapter in how to prepare that kind of dives into Psalm 37, which Psalm 37, four, you know, the verse probably delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. But if you've ever read the, the verses around it, it talks so much. It's really talking about a waiting season. And um, there's certain like scripture verses in there that say things like commit your ways to the Lord and all these different things like he will make your righteousness shine like the noonday. I can't remember all the verses, but um, I think in seasons of waiting, I just so believe that there is there is intimacy with God to be unlocked. And so just uh, just knowing that in that season, there's some really beautiful stuff that can only be felt through the messiness of waiting, the messiness of longing. Like right now, actually, we're in an Advent season um, and the Advent season talks about waiting on the coming of Christ, waiting on the Christ child and um, how in that tension, there's something really beautiful to be uncovered. There's something really important that we can't miss out on by obsessing over the waiting. Like instead, there is intimacy that can be found with Jesus. And so I think that's just one thing that, I don't know, I just think like, rather than looking at like, Jesus, I so want this thing. Like, I God, I so want this thing. Where is this thing? Where is this thing? Rather switching the question to like, where is my husband to? Where are you, God? Like, where are you in this season? How can I know more of you? How can I uncover more of you? How can I learn more of you? Um, because then when you're kind of fixated on that, like he's the only one that can complete your heart. And if you allow him to be that thing that fills you, that fills you, that fills you, um, not to say that's then suddenly your husband's going to pop out of nowhere because I don't think that's necessarily true. But I think that there is richness and joy to be uncovered when we fixate our eyes on God. And so no matter how hard the season is, you get to do day-to-day life with the greatest comforter, the greatest peace giver, the greatest gift giver, all of those things. And so I can promise that in that season of waiting, there will be joy if you do it with God. Yes. So good. So good. Yeah. And I feel like whoever's listening to this has probably heard this before, but 
I really do think that you, you've got to stop comparing your timeline to everybody else around you. I mean, yeah. even you kind of put a hint, whoever asked this question, you know, I'm 29 and da, 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 hinting that like you're feeling too old in comparison to culture. And that's just like so not true. So I'm seriously and growing in confidence of God's plan for you, like really growing in confidence, mm. being like, no, wait. I'm like so certain that I'm in the right place or I'm so certain I'm supposed to chase after A, B, and C right now. Or I'm so certain that God has this community with me for a reason. And like really growing in confidence of that and taking the whole comparison thing out and taking it seriously. So I know that yeah. that can just like destroy you when you're waiting. So yeah, yeah, that's good. That's so good. All right, For the Girl fam, I'm so excited to tell you about an incredible way to give back this Christmas season, and that is with our friends at Operation Christmas Child. You've probably seen the cute red and green shoe boxes that people pack in the months of October and November, full of all sorts of goodies, toys, books, and ways just to share the gospel with kids across the world. Well, it's too late to actually pack a physical shoebox, but don't worry. Our friends at Operation Christmas Child have given us such a fun and cool way to still be a part of this incredible mission. So between now and For the Girl Tour, our goal as a For the Girl community is to pack 300 online shoeboxes. It's such a fun process, and I'm going to let Kent share with you how to do it. Yes, I'm so excited about this and believe so much in the generosity of our For The Girl podcast fam. So you click the link in our show notes and it will lead you a page to a page where you can actually pick out what you want to put in the box. It costs $25, which, you know, is under the $30 gifting range and totally affordable, especially for the impact it's going to make you guys. This is huge. These boxes aren't just little toys and things, but they also share the gospel and can impact and totally transform somebody's life overseas. So go to the link in our show notes and build a box this holiday season. I'm just so excited to see the For the Girl fam show up. Yes, I will say Tyler and I packed our shoebox yesterday and we had so much fun picking out all of the things and I'm so excited to know that a kid across the world is going to know that they can put their hope in Jesus and receive some really fun goodies this year and it's so easy and oh my goodness, that means we have 299 boxes to go. So start packing your box (laughs) and we'll be paying attention and so excited when every single one comes in. Today's podcast sponsor is mylifeinabook.com, and this one is a really special one for me. This holiday season, I've been trying to figure out what to get my parents, and I don't know about you guys, but we don't often get to offer a truly unique, meaningful, and life-changing gift to our loved ones. Most of us get our parents or our grandparents something like a scarf or an air fryer, and while those are great, they don't truly build a legacy for our loved ones. But with my life in a book.com, you give any close family member of your choice the opportunity to write their own life story for future generations. You get to learn everything about them, their childhood challenges, the craziest things that they ever did as a young adult, and so much more. MyLifeInABook.com makes the whole process super easy. Your loved ones will get a question of your choice every week sent to their email, which you can select from a suggested list or just write your own questions. And all they have to do is answer it and provide a meaningful picture. At the end of one year, they're all gathered in a beautiful keepsake book and you can order as many additional copies as you want to give to all of your family members. I've tried it with my dad and he totally loves it and his questions and his answers are all so cute. I'm so excited to get my book at the end of next year. And think about it. What better way to show your loved ones how much their life means to you and what better way to preserve their memories and life lessons for the future. To save $10 off your first purchase this holiday season, you can use our discount code FTGFAM, FTGFAM, to get $10 off on mylifeinabook.com. All 
A lot of people uh, were asking about tour. They want more information on tour. What can they expect from tour? And so I don't know if you guys knew this, but in February and a little bit into March of 2023, we are going on for the girl tour. Uh, Ken's and I are hitting the road. We act like we're like in a band or something. (laughs) And we, uh, you know, we hit the open road and we come and hang out with you guys for a night in cities across the country. It is one of our favorite things that we get to do all year long. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, when we podcast, it's just me staring at Ken's on a laptop screen. And so it is so much more fun when we get to do it with you guys and interact with you guys and just hear stories of how God's been moving. And so we do want to share a little bit more about what tour is like, because I know some of you have been and I know you're coming back. You better. Oh, be back. Yeah. But some of you are maybe newer to the For The Girl podcast. You just started listening maybe in the last year and you haven't been able to attend a tour before and you're like intrigued but not sure if it's for you. Well, trust (laughs) us. It's for you. Okay. So it's going to be kind of like – I feel like you're going to – well, first of all, obviously, Mac and I are going to be there and it's going to (laughs) be really, really fun. I think it's going to be like – Take this podcast, but bring it like in person and us just, you know, talking about life, maybe preaching a little word, maybe giving you a little encouragement or direction in your season. And we can't wait for that. We can't wait to pour into you in person. It's also just going to be a big girl party. And I say party lightly for any introverts out there who are like, I don't want to go to a party of a bunch of people because (laughs) you're going to feel so comfortable and at home because we're just all in the same place and it's going to be so much fun. But also it's just going to be a great place to meet people um, in your similar season around your area and get to hang and all the things. And you can bring your girlfriends, come with a crew or come solo. Either way, it's going to be the best ever. We're going to worship together, which I have been so looking forward to. I yeah feel like, you know, church on Sunday, the best. We love it. We get a solid, you know, 15 minutes of worship before the sermon hits or whatever. But that has not been doing it for me recently. I'm like, I have to be in an atmosphere of worship. And I can't wait for that night after night to just be refueled and filled up and um yeah. and especially in an environment that feels like so comfortable like I would like to think that everybody at for the girl tour oh no I'm gonna sneeze oh no okay I think I'm not now that I said it um anyways so yeah I like think that that's the best ever like just a bunch of girls you don't have to worry about the guys behind you now looking at you or looking for a cute boy and um it's just gonna be the best ever so I'm so excited for so many freaking reasons they're going all over the place too like I'm hoping we get some snow in Michigan I'm hoping we get some sunshine with our Cali girls it's gonna be the best yes it really is it is such a fun night it's a night where we can promise you're gonna laugh a little. There will be some ridiculous things that happen on that stage, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, And then I really, really just promise you that you will walk away encouraged. Um, You will walk away seen and hopefully just feeling like you got a moment to meet with Jesus face to face. That's always our heartbeat for tour is like we could tell you a lot of great stuff, but ultimately what we want to do is just lead you to a place of encounter with Jesus where um, he gives you that fresh encouragement, that fresh word in your life. And um, his love is really the thing that is fueling you into your next season of life. And so no matter where you are at on your faith journey, if you feel really close to him right now, if you feel really far from him right now, if you're really unsure about him right now, we just encourage you to come um, to just commit to the night, have fun and just watch what God might do in your heart and in your life that night. You can go to forthegirltour.com. That's where all the information is. Our tour stops we're going to. Um, I can probably rattle them off right now. We're going to, uh, we're starting out with Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to Grand Rapids, Michigan. We're going to Indianapolis, Indiana. We're going to Long Beach, California. We're going to Dallas, Texas. We're going to Nashville, Tennessee. The general admission tickets are only $15, so easy peasy. And then we also have VIP tickets where you get a lot more fun stuff. You actually get to have a little meet and greet time with us before the night starts. 
a VI or a VIP bag full of goodies. We have a really good VIP bags this year. Oh my goodness. Have you seen some of this stuff, Kins? This is going to oh, be awesome. <laughs> um, front row seats, so many awesome little perks. And so that's a great thing. And also, I just want to say, Kens, last year, so many people said that they were there because they got it for Christmas. Like their sister got it for them, yeah. mom got it for them, or their friend got it for them. And it makes such a fun Christmas gift because it's mm-hmm. not just like a little t- a thing that like you forget you own in two weeks. It is a tangible experience that you can do together. So consider yeah. gifting it to a couple people this Christmas season. But oh, yes, yeah. I can't wait for tour. Oh my gosh, it's going to be the best ever. And you're right, experiences for Christmas are like the best gifts ever. I kind of am all for that right now. So same, same. You should do it. You should do it. Have some quality time with your bestie or with your sister. You know, it's a perfect place for anybody who's like, like you said, Mac, unsure about their faith or faith or an unbeliever. So I think they'll feel comfortable there and we'll be thinking about them, praying for them. It's going to be so much fun. You're right. Weird things are going to happen. As you were yeah. talking, I was like, yikes, this is going to be weird things. interesting. <laughs> but fun, but fun for you, weird for us, honestly, guys. <laughs> there will uh, be some matchmaking. That's going to happen. Oh, gosh. I'm already nervous. I'm so excited, yeah, though. It's it one of my favorite crazy. parts of the night. Yeah. Yeah. I will say one of the guys that we set up last year – we do have a success story. They didn't meet, like she just was attending that night and then then they met and now yeah. they're still dating. So that's exciting. So one yeah. kind of success story from last year. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I liked this question, Ken's. I think this we can use this to kind of like wrap this up. Maybe we'll do like a wrap rapid fire up. fun one. We're already 28 minutes in. They've heard us blabbing for life. Okay. I'm just getting started. We'll do a rapid fire at the end, but I think this is a good one. Nothing's rapid fire with us. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Okay. Someone asked, I want to hear life updates from you both. They said, what is hard and what's joyful in your season right now? What is hard and what is joyful? Do you want me to start? Yes. Or you can start with one. Maybe start with what's joyful in your season right now. Okay, what is joyful in this season? I feel like probably the holidays. It's kind of a lame answer, but I really have been embracing the joy of this season. And like, I don't know, we have such so many fun things on the calendar with like in community and like with friends. And I think that's like the extra sweet part of it. And with family, I'm like so expectant for time, quality time with family and for things to slow down a little bit. And I've just been loving like the slowness and sweetness of the holiday season. Got my Christmas tree up and enjoying every second of it. Some chill nights at home, just staring at the tree. I've actually been thinking about that a lot. I've been like, I'll be on my couch, like scrolling my phone and I'm like, I got to put this down. I need to stare at the Christmas tree while I have it. That's you know? good. That's so true. <laughs> yes. Literally, this is so funny. This morning I came downstairs and so Tyler goes to like work out at 5.15 and then he comes home and he'll shower and then he sleeps for like a few more minutes before like I wake up and we do our mornings together. But I came downstairs this morning and he was like asleep on the couch with a blanket. No. Rosie was cuddled up with him. All the lights were on, like all of our Christmas lights were on. Like we have garland everywhere, everything. And then he had on this like hilarious instrumental Christmas music playlist that he was sleeping to. It was like <laughs> so funny. I was like, I was like, I love that you turned on a Christmas instrumental playlist for your like nap time at <laughs> 6 a.m. It was so That's funny. like Josh every other morning. He's like, asleep on the couch and then he says he's praying and I'm like babe you're asleep like you're definitely asleep (laughs) that's Uh, so funny right that's so amazing but yeah Yeah. I'm excited about that it's crazy how much like I said that little thing about like putting sometimes I'm like scrolling and then I'll be like wait no I want to embrace it I've been thinking a lot about that of how easy it is to miss it like miss seasons and like wish time away or miss God moments and so I don't know as things slow down I don't want to miss it so hopefully maybe that's a word for anybody out there that's good okay Uh, what's been hard hard things I mean I, this is funny talking to you about it because, you know, you've heard a lot. No, but... I know. I know. I'm ready to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just really quickly, though. But this year has been 
hard. I've had a lot of like unexpected, like chronic illness stuff. Um, and so, yeah, it's been really hard. It's been hard to process. It's been hard. It's been testing of my faith to be like, okay, God, where are you in the midst of this? It's also gotten in the way of a lot of like quiet time with him mm-hmm. and, um, just been like a lot of stuff that's been hard. I'm definitely ready for it to be over because it's pretty much been all of 2022 that I've been sick or feeling off and, you know, it's a whole thing. I haven't felt the need to like talk about it a ton on like social stuff because, you know, maybe not the right place to do it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's also good for everybody to know what as you're listening to things and showing up for things, watching us on the socials, that of course, you know, it's not always like you know, butterfly and rainbows. And I typically just have so much energy and joy. So it's been different for me. Um, but, but learning a lot through it. So yeah. 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 It's good. It's funny. I've been going to a lot of doctor's appointments and, you know, you go to the doctor to tell them how you're feeling. And it is literally so hard for me to look at the doctor in the eyes and say that I haven't been feeling good. Like to say the words, like, actually, like, you know, they're like, how are you doing? Yeah. I should say like, it's, been hard. It's been worse. I really haven't been feeling good. Like, yeah. to be honest. But for some reason, I'm like, I've been feeling fine. You know, things are yeah. good. And it, I'm like reflecting on just how I like function like that, just like all the time. And so it's been like so different for me to be like, okay, I need to like be like honest and like real with myself and with like people around me. So anyway, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's hard. That is life in a nutshell. I feel like people probably appreciate you sharing I know you don't I know you like to be like always good and happy and go lucky but I think that that's like I don't know I think that's real and you're in your own waiting season of like and I'm sure you can say as hard as it's been like there's been cool things that you've experienced with God in the midst of it which is cool yeah that's so true like even whether we were talking to the single girl previously but in all seasons like you do have to learn how to wait and how to say in the present moment, even when the present moment isn't what you really want it to be or what you want your future to look like. But yeah, through embracing that, you grow and you actually do heal in the midst of it. So no, it's so true and so good. Yeah. So yeah. What about you, Mac? Yeah. Okay. So what's joyful in this season? I think there's a lot. I mean, I'm with you. I'm so excited about Christmas and just all the things. I think one thing I'm really excited about is we're going to take you and I both are going to take like two to three weeks off and like really try to like dial back and um, be super present just with our families and kind of recharge and get ready for the new year and some new seasons that we have ahead of us. And I'm really excited and looking forward to that. Um, I think that like, I think it's just really cool all the things that God's doing in my life right now and just around me and other people's lives around me. And I just want to go into the new year, not like bitter. Sometimes you know how you get bitter about good things because they like take up time in your life. (laughs) And I just want to go into the new year, just like so excited. And I know that like the only way to get that is to like truly rest with Jesus and like truly enjoy being with him and truly enjoy being with my people. And so I'm really excited to have that time and space to do that and to be intentional about that so that I can, um, kind of be launched into the next year with so much joy and energy and not energy for myself, but energy like from a place that really lasts and really matters. And so I think I'm really excited. Like that's a joyful thing in my life, knowing like that that is on the horizons very closely. And that um, I just think you and I are going to have some more capacity and space next year that is really cool and really fun to think about how God might use that. So excited about that. Yes. And then what's hard in this season, um, let's see, what's hard in this season is I think like, I think, I still think, you know, I feel like I've been on this journey of making, we've been, I've been talking about this for months on this podcast (laughs) about making friends and finding community here. And um, I think this is a good thing that I'm reminded of, of like, we are far in on that journey and we have seen God move and do some really awesome, cool, amazing things in that. Um, 
like we have so many more friends than we did six months ago, which is so cool. Like six months ago, we didn't even know people our age, like that lived close to us. And now we know so many awesome people who live close to us, who love Jesus, who we really like spending time with. But then it is so funny to me how how long it takes to develop like real relationships, you know, mm-hmm. how it's not just like you hang out and, oh my gosh, we're besties and this is awesome and this is amazing. Like how much work it takes and when you have other things in your life that like almost keep you from being able to do that. And I think like I just felt a little discouraged in this season of like there, there are girls that I've met that I really like that I would love, love, love to like have a friendship with. But finding the time and space and even like the desire in my own self to like make it happen sometimes like has been hard to get up that energy to do and to like find the time and space, carve it out to do, to like really go deep in friendships that I know have the potential for that. And so I think that's just been hard as like, even when there are friendships on the horizon, still being like, oh, but like, we're still in that awkward phase where like, I have to, you know, really try. They're not natural yeah. Like a lot of my friendships that I've had for years and years. And so I think mm-hmm. that's maybe been hard in this season. So yeah. I don't know if anybody can relate, but that's been me. <laughs> no, so many people every season, whether you're like going to college or you're married or you're out of college, like it, like that, there's such like a hard phase of that. You're like meet great people. And then you're like, okay, like there's the occasional one that like you just click and it's so easy, but it's more regular for it to feel like you like really have to take time and you have to like really open up and you have to get really comfortable doing that. And the consistency is important. So there's so many layers to it that just does take time. So you have to be patient in it. That's so good. Yep. So that's us. Okay. So wait, we're going to do a little rapid fire. I've prepared this for us. We're ready to go. Rapid, long fire. Okay. Rapid fire. What's your current recipe weeknight dinner idea go oh my gosh weeknight dinner idea I mean I make like every type of soup under the sun and there's one that's a spicy sausage soup you put a little a little ravioli a little beef broth a little spicy salad sausage and two cans of spicy tomatoes or roasted spicy tomatoes and I think that's it and it's great it's really yummy soup for life what about you wait are we both doing them Please say yes. Not. Okay. Say so mine, not an no, not an interview. Mine <laughs> has been uh, the other night. I was like trying to. We didn't have any for dinner, and then I just was like, "All right, I'm gonna use the leftovers, make a meal," and it was so good that I'm like, oh, "We're gonna make this again." So just like a little um, bowl of all the things you have left in your house, basically. And oh. so uh, <laughs> this is what I put in mine, though. And then you can make some adjustments, but rice. Why did I not eat rice for so many years? I love rice. <laughs> Why weren't you eating rice? I don't know. Like, I just forgot rice existed. And now that I'm back on rice, my life is great. So um, <laughs> rice and then uh, chicken. We always – I think I said this on the podcast before. We always cook our chicken in like a ranch packet, ranch seasoning. Oh, the seasons. It what? makes your chicken you so good. Yum. It makes chicken so good. Literally just cook it on the stove in oil, like brush some oil on it, pour a ranch packet on all your chicken. It makes it so crispy, so flavorful, so good. Where do you get this ranch packet? Just at the grocery store. Just like, so you would use the ranch packets for um, like making ranch at home. Mm -hmm. So rather than making ranch, putting the buttermilk and the mayo in it, you just use the seasonings that they put in ranch. Nice. Gotcha. Yeah, so ranch packet, so ranch chicken, uh, rice, uh, I'll just warm up. So I had like leftover sweet potatoes, just throw them in the microwave and cut them up in like chunks and throw them in the microwave till they get soft. So yummy. When they come out, just season them up a little bit. Yummy, amazing. And then I'll usually saute some kale and then um, any veggies I have, saute the veggies, throw them in there. And then the kicker is... Um, pesto mix a little bit of pesto and a little bit of ricotta cheese to make a sauce and then just drizzle that on this is kind of long it's so good that's what that's my meal though okay wow hope you guys are taking some serious notes (laughs) (laughs) all right that wasn't a speed thing okay next thing is give us your Give us your best holiday gift idea. They're no, under. Go. literally no. Like I literally don't have one. <laughs> I don't have one. I mean, 
I've been getting a lot. I've gotten three people now, Molecule perfume. It's what I wear, Molecule one, number one. And it's really good. And I get compliments okay. on it like every day. It's not under $30. Well, I will say it was $70 for like over like all the sales, but it's normally $130. Oh, good. Look so. at you getting a discount. Of course. Yeah. I Affordable. was thinking <laughs> I saw I was thinking a good idea is those blankets that are on Amazon that are the checkered blankets, but they're like a barefoot dreams. Oh yeah. Kind of like similar knockoff dupe whatever you call it and um those i would be excited if someone gave me that i think they're like 30 bucks oh that's amazing was that the question if what we would be excited about or was it it, someone just asked gift ideas oh okay (laughs) that makes sense that you said and another gift idea is for the girl tour tickets for your friends oh why did we not say that first that's what i meant to say that's what i meant to say is for the girl tour and experiences though actually i'm like here for it so okay the Um, last one is give them one tip on public last one this is it final question Give them a tip uh, on public speaking. This person said, "I'm new in you. I'm in a new youth ministry job for high schoolers and need some tips on public speaking." The tip that I tell myself, and I can't believe I'm talking first because I am not the best public speaker, but I'm just gonna throw it out there that I think that you got to get to the point. Um, and I'm talking to ourselves because sometimes <laughs> I listen back to our podcast and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Ken's." Get to the point. Why do you say that a thousand ways and not just say it? So that's my tip for everybody. Yeah. My second tip is put on your best outfit, you know, feel confident. All right. That's all I got. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I would say with public speaking in any sort of – any sort of like if you're you're teaching or you're preaching or you're leading a Bible study, whatever it is, I would say just like – love Jesus in front of people. I think that like that takes a lot of the pressure off for me is like, I love Jesus. I love God. I love, I've seen what he's done in my life. And anytime that I'm like getting up in front of people, I'm just, I'm sharing that story. Essentially. I'm sharing about who I know Jesus to be, what I've learned about him from scripture. And I'm just doing that in front of people. And so I think that allows room and space for you to be yourself up there. Like you do not have to sound like a pastor. You do not have to sound like a preacher. You don't have to be perfectly polished. Like how you love Jesus when no one's looking, it should be how you love Jesus when you're like speaking in front of people. And I think that's just something, anytime I like feel stressed about it or anxious about it, I'm like, okay, what am I trying to do? I'm just trying to like show people and teach people about what it looks like to say yes to a relationship with Jesus and the reason I'm so passionate about that is because I've said yes to a relationship with Jesus and it's transformed my life. And so that is the story that I have to tell. And that is the message that I'm trying to proclaim. And I think mm-hmm. that takes a lot of the pressure off, especially with high schoolers, because high schoolers are intimidating. I'm recently learning this in my endeavors with leading young life. So mm-hmm. that's the <laughs> word. And like the ancient theo- theologians say, picture them naked. which is just so creepy i thought it was like picture them in their underwear i don't know what they say and i don't know that it works but um wow oh my goodness i we did this little um little message the other day to our delight staff about being free in the spirit and what it looks like like even looking at the scriptures of um how Peter, we looked at the scripture about Peter. I mean, I could go on and on about this, about how so many times he was just like free in the spirit and just said the thing or did the thing or was bold or courageous, jumped out of the boat, you know, just went for it. And uh, I, I actually, somebody on the delight team the other day when I was like, had to do this like silly, silly dare thing. Um, she was like, be free in the spirit, you know, like reminding me of that message. And I feel like that's really true. Yeah. I'm going to tell myself that all the time. I'm like, you know, just do it. I got this. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's really good. Yes. Um, I'm going to be okay. telling myself that on tour every night when we have to do ridiculous things. Be like, free in the spirit. Matt, yep. you were not excited when I said that I was getting my hair chopped. Should I not do this? Well, what do you mean? Are you going back to the Bob days? <laughs> Is that we, what you're doing? I don't know. I, 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 I 
feel like you're going to say you're going to get it chopped and then you won't. Okay, Ken's used to always go get her hair done and like for hours. I I promise you, every two weeks she was like getting her hair done and she would come back and it looked exactly the same. And I was always like, why did you just spend so much money to get your hair done? It doesn't look any different. It's true. No, but I need to do it something different. I mean, look at this straggle, you little whatever is happening. I think I look you like should I go short. Bullet. Yeah, I think like, you should go short. Like, yeah. Look. Like, look, if I don't have this on, it's like, like that, I, you know? I, they can't see, but no, I think that's I'm talking cute. to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's cute. I think yeah. that's cute. It's like, I think guys, we should do that. It's like a little like under my ears. And then I'm going to probably wear it like tucked behind. I remember those days where you used to wear it like that because you had it kind of like this in college and then you would kind of pull it back sometimes, like part of it okay, back. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'm that scared. was cute. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Oh no. Well, the good thing is you'll be in Park City for a month. No one will see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, praise. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Honestly, I'm the kind of girl that gets her hair done and like literally hates it every time and like just wants to cry and die. Which so. hints why you uh, just do nothing. It's <laughs> yeah. like getting your hair done. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to freaking, I don't know why I trusted Josh, but I was like, where should I get my hair done? And not like kind of like, brainstorming with him but then he's like you need to go to my girl and I was like wait really you <laughs> Josh's girl yeah oh my gosh this oh is a bad decision goodness if <laughs> Tyler ever told me to go to his person I'd be like absolutely not what yeah I like second guessed it the other day I was like why did I do that like Josh why is too convincing Josh? yeah <laughs> so I know I mean the good news is she was like a month booked out, which I feel like is like good, you know, like yeah. you don't want to be able to like get into somebody right away. That, that that's true. Too, too available, but too available. So this is my only. That's like the only thing I'm going off of. Oh Stay my goodness! Wow, we can't wait to see. You should reveal it on Instagram tomorrow. Uh, I don't think I want to because like if it's not good, it's just bad. So, all right. Well, I guess you'll see me on there regardless in a couple of weeks. So, <laughs> if I pulled back in a ponytail all the time, then you know what happened. Okay. (laughs) All right, guys. If you're still listening, you're incredible. Thank you so much for being a part of the For the Girl fam. Grab those tour tickets. Um, Get them for gifts for friends this year. We cannot wait to see you guys in February. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the For the Girl podcast. Love you, fam. Bye.